Have you ever thought about love as something you can practice, like playing a musical instrument? How can you improve in loving? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Learning Every Day, the podcast where we dive deep into topics that matter for your life. Today, we're talking about a book that turns common ideas about love on their head, The Art of Loving, by Eric Fromm. Love is not just a feeling that happens to you. It's more like a skill you can get better at. This book also makes you think about how the world around us, even the way we shop and work, can change how we love. We'll break down the book's key points into simple, everyday language. Now, sit down, relax, and learn the key insights you can use right now, in your own relationships, and even in how you think about yourself from The Art of Loving. Love as a Skill in Practice How often do we hear that love is something that just happens, like a bolt of lightning from the sky? But what if I told you that love is more like learning to play the guitar or cooking a delicious meal? It is a skill, and skills can be practiced and improved. In the book, Fromm argues that love is an art form. Just like any artist needs to learn the basics and practice, you too need to work on your love skills. Think about the first times you tried to cook. You probably made mistakes, maybe even burned the food. Too much salt, too little. But with time, you got better. Love is the same. It's not just a magical feeling that appears. It's something you cultivate. Fromm says, Love is an active power in man, a power which breaks through the walls which separate man from his fellow men, which unites him with others. This means you have to be proactive. You can't just wait for love to come to you. So what can you do today to practice love? Start by listening. Really listen to what the other person is saying. Don't just wait for your turn to speak. Another way is to be present. When you're with someone you care about, be there fully. Not just physically, but mentally and emotionally too. Remember, love is not just about finding the right person. It's also about being the right person. And becoming the right person is a journey, a practice. It's an art that you can get better at day by day. Self-love and care. Have you ever been on an airplane and listened to the safety instructions? They always say to put on your own oxygen mask before helping others. Why do you think that is? It's because you can't help anyone if you're struggling yourself. The same principle applies to love. Before you can truly love someone else, you need to love and care for yourself. Fromm emphasizes that self-love isn't about being selfish or self-centered. It's about acknowledging your own worth and taking care of yourself. He states, To love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. This means that self-love is not a one-time event. It's a lifelong commitment to yourself. So how do you practice self-love and care? Start by setting boundaries. Say no when you need to. Protect your time and energy. Another way is to practice self-compassion. Be kind to yourself, especially when you make mistakes or when things don't go as planned. Let's take an example. Imagine you're working on a project and you miss a deadline. Instead of beating yourself up, acknowledge the mistake and learn from it. This is a form of self-love. 
you're treating yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would offer to a good friend. Self-love also means taking care of your physical health. Eat well, exercise, get enough sleep. When you feel good physically, it's easier to feel good emotionally. By loving yourself, you're setting the stage for loving others. You're also setting an example. You're showing people how you want to be treated. And most importantly, you're giving yourself the emotional tools you need to love others in a healthy, sustainable way. So the next time you think about love, start with the person in the mirror. Before moving on, if you're enjoying our content and finding value in it, consider following us on social media platforms. Feel free to share your learning story with us. Responsibility and Giving How often do you hear people say they want to find someone who makes them happy? It's a common idea, but it's also a bit misleading. Why? Because it places the responsibility for your happiness on someone else. According to Fromm, love is about giving, not just receiving. And giving involves a sense of responsibility towards the other person. Fromm tells us, Love is the active concern for the life and the growth of that which we love. This means that love isn't just about feeling good, it's about doing good. It's about taking actions that support the well-being of the person you love. This could mean anything from listening when they're upset to supporting them in their goals and dreams. So what does responsibility and love look like in daily life? Imagine your partner is going through a tough time at work. Your responsibility isn't just to offer a shoulder to cry on, although that's important. It's also to encourage them to find solutions, to grow through the challenge. Maybe that means brainstorming ideas together, or maybe it means giving them the space to figure things out on their own. Being responsible in love also means being accountable for your actions. If you make a mistake, own up to it. Apologize sincerely and work on doing better. This is how you build trust and deepen your connection. And remember, responsibility is not a burden. It's an expression of your love. When you take responsibility for someone's well-being, it shows that you truly care. It shows that you're invested in the relationship. So, the next time you find yourself thinking about what you can get from love, flip the script. Ask yourself, what can I give? How can I be responsible in love? Because in giving, we receive. In being responsible, we build a love that's strong, deep, and enduring. Respect and Freedom Have you ever tried to change someone you love, thinking it's for their own good? It's a common trap many of us fall into. But according to Fromm, true love means respecting the individuality of the other person. It means allowing them the freedom to be themselves. Fromm states, If I love the other person, I feel one with him or her, but with him as he is, not as I need him to be. This is a powerful idea. It means that love isn't about molding someone into your ideal partner. It's about appreciating them for who they are, flaws and all. So, what does this look like in real life? Let's say your partner has a hobby you don't understand. Maybe they love to paint, but you don't see the point. Respecting their individuality means supporting their passion, even if it's not your cup of tea. It means giving them the freedom to be themselves, without judgment or criticism. 
Another aspect of freedom in love is emotional freedom. This means allowing your loved one to have their own feelings, even when those feelings are difficult or challenging. For example, if your partner is feeling down, it's not your job to cheer them up. Your job is to be there for them, to listen and offer support. Freedom also means not being possessive. It means understanding that the person you love is not an extension of you, but a separate individual. This can be challenging, especially if you're used to relationships where your worth is tied to how much someone needs you. But here's the thing. When you give someone the freedom to be themselves, you create a more authentic relationship. You build a love that's based on mutual respect, not control or dependency. And in doing so, you also set yourself free. You free yourself from the exhausting work of trying to change someone. You free yourself to love and be loved for who you truly are. So, the next time you catch yourself trying to change your loved one, take a step back. Remember that love is about respect and freedom for both you and them. Knowledge and Understanding How well do you think you know the people you love, and how well do they know you? According to Fromm, to love someone deeply, you need to truly know them. He says, Love is possible only if two persons communicate with each other from the center of their existence. This means that love isn't just about surface-level interactions, it's about diving deep. So what does it mean to truly know someone? It's more than just knowing their favorite color or what they like to eat. It's about understanding their hopes, fears, dreams, and even their contradictions. It's about seeing them for who they are, not just who you want them to be. Let's consider an example. Imagine your friend is always cheerful and upbeat. You might think you know them well because you always have a good time together. But then one day they open up about feeling anxious and stressed. Truly knowing them means being there for them in this moment, too. It means understanding that people are complex and multifaceted. Knowing someone deeply also means being vulnerable yourself. It means opening up and sharing your own thoughts, feelings, and experiences. It's a two-way street. You can't expect someone to open up to you if you're not willing to do the same. But why is this so important? Because when you truly know someone, you can love them in a way that's meaningful and specific to them. You're not just offering a generic kind of love. You're offering a love that says, I see you, I understand you, and I love you for who you are. So how can you practice this in your own life? Start by asking open-ended questions. Instead of asking, how was your day? Try asking, what was the best part of your day? Or, what's been on your mind lately? These kinds of questions open the door for deeper communication. Remember, love is not about guessing what the other person needs. It's about knowing them so well that you can offer what they need. And in doing so, you build a connection that's both deep and enduring. Different Types of Love Have you ever noticed that the word love is used to describe a wide range of feelings? You might say you love your partner, your parents, your friends, and even your favorite food. But are all these types of love the same? Fromm tells us they're not. He identifies various forms of love, each with its own unique characteristics. For instance, 
the love you feel for a close friend is different from the love you feel for your romantic partner. One is based on companionship and shared experiences, while the other might include physical attraction and a deeper emotional bond. Fromm talks about brotherly love, which is the love of equals, and motherly love, which is unconditional and nurturing. So why is it important to recognize these different types of love? Because each type of love has its own set of rules and expectations. The way you show love to a friend might not be the same way you show love to a partner. And understanding these differences can help you navigate the complexities of your relationships. Let's take an example. Imagine you have a friend who's always there to offer advice and support. You might appreciate this in the context of friendship. But what if your romantic partner started doing the same thing, offering advice every time you talked about a problem? You might feel like they're not really listening or that they're trying to fix you. The same behavior can feel different depending on the type of love involved. Another reason it's important to understand different types of love is that it helps you appreciate the richness of your relationships. You start to see that love is not a one-size-fits-all emotion. It's a complex tapestry of feelings, each with its own texture and pattern. So, the next time you find yourself using the word love, take a moment to think about what you really mean. Are you talking about romantic love, friendship, family love, or something else? And how can you show that love in a way that's meaningful to the other person? Because when you understand the different types of love, you can love more fully and more authentically. Societal Influences have you ever stopped to think about how the world around you shapes your ideas of love? We're bombarded with movies, songs, and stories that tell us what love should look like. But Fromm warns us that our culture, and even our economic system, can distort our understanding of love. Fromm discusses how modern capitalism can turn love into a commodity. What does this mean? It means that love becomes something to be bought and sold, like a product. You might start to think that you can buy love with gifts, or that you need to sell yourself to be worthy of love. This kind of thinking turns love into a transaction, rather than an emotional connection. So, how does this play out in real life? Think about dating apps. They're designed like marketplaces, where you shop for a potential partner. You swipe left or right based on a few photos and a short bio. This can make dating feel like a game, where the goal is to win the best possible match. But love is not a game, and people are not prizes to be won. Another example is social media. We see curated images of perfect relationships and think that's what we should aspire to. But these images are often far from reality. They don't show the hard work, the compromises, and the deep emotional connection that make a relationship truly meaningful. So, what can you do to counteract these societal influences? Start by being aware of them. Question the messages you're receiving from the world around you. Are they helping you build a healthy understanding of love, or are they leading you astray? Next, focus on building a love that's genuine, not one that's shaped by societal expectations. This might mean turning off the dating apps for a while and meeting people in more organic ways, or it might mean stepping back from social media to focus on your real-life relationships. Remember, 
Love is too important to be left to societal norms and expectations. It's a deeply personal journey, one that you have the power to shape. So take that power and use it to build a love that's authentic, meaningful, and true to who you are. In wrapping up our exploration of Eric Fromm's The Art of Loving, we've journeyed through the landscape of love as a skill, the importance of self-love, and the roles of responsibility, respect, and freedom. We've also delved into the depths of truly knowing someone and the different types of love that enrich our lives. And let's not forget how society, and even our economic system, can shape our views on love, sometimes in ways that aren't so helpful. The essence of the book is clear. Love is not just a feeling, but an art that requires practice, understanding, and a deep sense of responsibility. It's a lifelong endeavor that can bring unparalleled joy and meaning to our lives. But to unlock its full potential, we have to be willing to work on it, to practice it, and to understand its many facets. If today's discussion has sparked your interest, I highly encourage you to read the book for yourself. Dive deeper into these transformative ideas. You'll find an affiliate link to the book in the description below. It's a read that could change the way you love for the rest of your life. Thank you for joining us on Learning Every Day. We hope you found value in today's episode, and we look forward to bringing you more insights that can help you live a richer, more fulfilling life.